It's show 163 of the Rim Pro Report. Today, a Mark Delay of Iron Mountain, France. Uh, this show is sponsored by our good friends at O'Neill Software. It's especially appropriate today for me to say how thankful I am to O'Neill Software for sponsoring this show. 130 shows ago, O'Neill asked if they could support this crazy little idea of mine to broadcast a show to the records and information management services industry every week, and they've been supporting me ever since. I know how thankful I am for them and the role they play, but I want to say on behalf of you today that we're all grateful to O'Neill for giving me the impetus to do this show consistently and frequently. And if you want to learn more about this cool industry software company, you can do so at O'Neillsoft.com. In anticipation of Thanksgiving here in America, we start with a great line from the late, great Irma Bombeck. Thanksgiving dinners take 18 hours to prepare. They are consumed in 12 minutes. Halftime takes 12 minutes. This is not a coincidence. Welcome to the RIM Pro Report. The one and only weekly broadcast for the RIM support services industry. Bustling with news, views, and the latest updates. This show is full of interesting information. So take notes. Now here's your host, Tom yep, Adams. Yep, yep, it's me and I'm back and we're back a day early this week to ensure the show arrives to you before the big Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S. of A. Now to all my fellow American citizens, happy Thanksgiving. Tomorrow is the big day and so i wish you a wonderful holiday in whatever way you celebrate it now for those of you listening today from the more than 80 other countries around the world that listen to this show who aren't celebrating thanksgiving this week i just want to say that despite that i'm still incredibly grateful for you and your presence thanks for showing up to listen to the show on a regular basis uh, it means a lot to me now you might wonder how I was just able to say my fellow American citizens when I've been very obviously over the years a Canadian. Well, officially, last week, I became an American citizen. Yep, I took the oath. I swore a little, got the t-shirt, the letter from the president, and the tattoo. I'm not sure you knew about the part of that part of the naturalization process. So, yeah, the tattoo's in place, and yeah, this will be my first Thanksgiving as an American citizen. So, I've got that going for me tomorrow. Now, about the show this week. Last week, I played the first of three interviews I did on the stage of the European Information Management Conference hosted by NAID Europe and PRISM International. If you missed it, be sure to check out show 162 with Anthony Pearlgood of PHS. Today, I'm going to continue with the next interview I did on the stage that morning, and that was with Marc Delay, the Managing Director of Iron Mountain France. Marc is an incredibly talented leader, and he brought a lot of great information to the attendees of the conference as he and I discussed what he sees and observes from his unique perspective in the rim industry uh, in Europe, and I, I think much of what he, he talked about actually relates to all of us, so... Uh, I'm looking forward to you hearing the interview I did with him. Hey, you know, at this time, we typically get you caught up on the most recent industry news, but it's been a really quiet week and I see nothing as I record the show today. So let's jump right into the interview. I'm going to press this button over here to start the music and then fiddle with some other buttons to get my onstage interview with a Mark Delay queued up. Hang tight while I do. <laughs> Thank you. 
Mark is the managing director of Iron Mountain France. And uh, he's been with Iron Mountain for 10 years, VP of sales for Europe. So this, this guy has uh, got it going on. Mark, welcome. Thank you. Uh, I, Mark, I think I've already told you I'm Canadian by, uh, by citizenship. <laughs> and, um, you have some friends. And I, I have no French to give you right now. No? Other than um, if you need to talk in French, feel free. I will. All right. You can talk in Flemish, in Dutch, if you want. Rumor has it you can talk pretty much in any language. Depends yeah. on what time of the day. <laughs> so, Mark, give me your, your records and information management services journey. Tell me a little bit about your story, where you came from, how you got into this business. So, I joined uh, Iron Mountain in, in 2003 after having spent uh, eight years within another big company called Deutsche Post, no, DHL. Uh, I joined, as you already said, I started as a vice president for sales continental Europe, and there was, the challenge was to really create, you know, from scratch, I would say, the commercial organization across 18 countries. Then in 2008, uh, I took over the role of uh, managing director for French operations based out of lovely Paris. Wow. Uh, and most recently now, I've also taken the responsibility of our merger and acquisition activities across Europe. So, so that's a little bit what I've done within the big Iron Mountain for the last 10 years. Wow, so that, that's kind of a fun story. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice because it's, uh, it's you know, it's a, definitively we are the leader. So, <laughs> so it's, it's interesting to see the opportunity you can have as different function and, and enlarge, I would say, your, your experience within that business. And, and particularly for me was that when I joined from DHL, uh, you know, being acquired by Deutsche Post, a huge company. Uh, I mean, I, I was amazed because for me, the box business was, you know, nothing very really interesting. And still 10 years later, I'm, I'm still learning every day, so which is a, a, great, a great industry. And it's still interesting? Oh yeah, still interesting. It's, it's, it's evolving every day. Yeah. Uh, France is a very competitive market, you know. I think, I think one of the most competitive across the world. Uh, you have like 22 major players in France. So it's, it's, it's difficult, but it's nice because you need to be flexible and you need uh, a lot of creativity, so it's nice. Oh, that's great. So just, just to give some context, because you spent a number of years as the, the VP of Sales and Marketing for Europe, give me a sense of Iron Mountain's European operations, the size and scope of it, okay, so, just in general. Yeah, so today we are present in 21 countries across Europe. Okay. So that goes from Ireland up to Russia, if you want, so that's, that's a big Europe. Yeah. Uh, if you want to, it's, it's, that's represent around uh, 4,000 employees today, and I won't tell you the exact numbers, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we are about uh, $600 million revenue for that region. So. And in terms of services, we do offer uh, recourse management, of course, uh, what we call data backup and recovery, uh, of also a lot of shred business, uh, document management solutions, so not just scanning, so it's more, more than scanning. And uh, we do offer also, in some pieces, intellectual property services. Okay, okay. So what's, from your perspective, because you've, you are working within France now as the managing director, you've had this experience in all of, all of Europe, but what is the European marketplace asking for in terms of services? What, what are they begging for? I mean, the biggest element for us is still remains security. 
security about mm -hmm. the data, whatever is, is you know, the support of, of those data. Right. So risk, risk mitigation by far, compliance, of course. Uh, and I mean, it's not new, but this is, this is uh, I mean, climbing day on after day. It's access to those info, to those data. It's, it's really crucial. Cost control, I mean, you need to, to help them to control their cost and support that manage complex, uh, to, to, to manage their complex data environment because, you know, they are creating tons of data every day. Right. And so at certain time, they need to be, to be, to be helped there. Uh, a couple of years ago, um, the former um, chairman of Iron Mountain, Richard Reese, he, he talked about the fact that uh, the box business, the box storage side of the business was now the add-on sale. Yeah. Was the, uh, it was the extra, so you were selling other things. So um, is that still true? Is that true today in Europe? Is that the way that you're seeing it? First of all, I will not comment such a legend. <laughs> so, so I will not say anything about Richard. <laughs> I mean, he has his vision and he was a great leader. So, uh, so but I would say yes and no. I mean, it depends right. on the, the countries. But definitely what we see as environment in different countries across Europe, what we call the box plus business, which is, uh, you know, the main sale remains box storage, definitively. Hmm but you should have some value-added services across that box business. So that remains for us the, the, the main element of our sales for so far, yeah. Okay, so box is still a critical part of what's driving the, the yeah. revenues yeah, yeah. in business. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, selling is a, obviously a big part of, you, you've got a huge staff of employees, obviously a huge sales staff. Um, what are you, without divulging secrets, of course, but what, what's an important thing that salespeople need to know in this industry right now? But I would say as, as any services company, I mean, I think it's obvious, but I mean, not for the commercial people, <laughs> apparently, uh, we, they, they, they really should create value for the customer, you know, and be able to listen to their needs. Because often, you know, you are a field sales rep, you go in, you have your quota, you just want to close the deal, but certain time you, you block your ears and you don't hear what the customer wants or the, your prospect requires. And that's, that's crucial. I mean, if you can reply to your customer by meeting his expectations, I mean, you can sell whatever you want. Well, but, but how do you do that? And in, in, obviously in France, you just said one of the most highly competitive marketplaces, how do you how do you teach salespeople to think differently when it's highly competitive? That's a good one. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, again, here it's, a, I mean, France is, as I said, it's a specific positioning. We are not leader in France, so it's the only country. So we try to, to be on the edge and, and, and really listen and, as I said, being creative. So really create something that the customer didn't even thought about. Mm. And it's a way of helping them to manage their costs, you know, seeing differently how they can manage their costs, uh, seeing different approach on, on the resource management, you know, uh, really, really about their data, what they can do. And, and so it's, it's about creativity. And a lot is uh, certainly in, in the more Latin countries, I would say, and I consider France as a Latin country, uh, the relationship is, is key. I mean, people buy services, yes, but they, do, they buy you. They buy you first. I mean, right. Yeah. Right. And it, is longevity in sales reps really important from that perspective? Does, yeah. Does that matter a lot? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. The, you know, you, you, you need to build long-term 
right. trust relationship. So right. if you just rotate your sales reps all, all across the years, I mean, yeah, you get fresh blood, it's nice, but at the same time, I mean, your customer or your prospect are a little bit lost, so, uh, so it's not easy for them to, to recognize the company. You know, each time it's a new voice, so hang on a minute, right. I, need, I need to understand that guy or that woman. So. Right, right. So are, are there any sort of indicators, metrics, uh, numbers that are giving you a vision of where the growth is going? I mean, you said your box business is still important, but yeah. are there other things that are showing possibility or potential? I mean, for us, it remains the sort of box storage business is, is the main component for our growth so, so far all across Europe. So okay. I, I won't reveal it. Okay, you're not going to tell anything <laughs> <No>. more. <laughs> Do you think I could beat you in a fight? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so, okay, because I, I know you can't al always answer all these questions I ask you, but um, are there some obvious opportunities in the market that aren't being served enough that you see? Not necessarily that Iron Mountain's doing, but as somebody who's been in this market for yeah, a long yeah. time, what are, are there things that are, are people in this room, uh, people who are servicing within this industry, are there opportunities out there that people are missing? Definitely, I believe, and that's just engaging me, as yeah. you said, being 10 years in that industry, electronic recourse management, complying with either local or regional or specific business regulations, there's definitely a big niche there. I mean, we don't have enough people able to, do, to serve that. And I think that there's a big potential there. Yeah. So you're talking about people who have a records management or um, that's more legal or that framework thinking? Is that what you're saying? I'm more saying about, you know, once a company, they create more and more no native data digital. I mean, right. you know, from the computer. So, and you need to be able to classify those data, know what you have to do with those data, right. and link them to your other environment of data, and that's right. very complex, because what, what do I keep, what do I back up, what do I destroy, when, and, and so on and so forth. And, and when you have to link those together, so the physical, we'd say, recourse management into the, the electronical recourse management, it's, it's quite complex. And right. I think there's, there's, there's much more to come over there with more regulations in, in the future. So. Right. So uh, obviously Iron Mountain is a technology-focused company, but how is technology changing the way we deliver services as, as records and information management providers? How is technology driving us differently? But I would say for us, technology supports access to the data, so to, to, to your information. So definitively you, you, you need to be on, on the edge of it, otherwise I mean, you're missing a train. So, so if you are not on the edge of it, I think you will not be able to, to meet your customer, your client's expectations. So that's, that's, that's crucial, I think. So you need to invest in having something, I mean, decent on technology. Yeah. Right, so technology has to be central to what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, absolutely. Your, yeah. yeah, obviously, and it seems to me that it's a, a huge part of what you guys do. Oh, yeah, do. yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, um, is the RIM service business in Europe still an opportunity for startups? Is there room in the industry, is there room in the environment to do, start, you know, open a building up, start, and go from scratch? Yeah. I believe there's still full of opportunity. I mean, you still have many countries across Europe at an early development stage. So, plenty of opportunity to develop. 
but what I have to say, it's, from what I've seen, it's moving very fast. So, I mm -hmm. mean, countries, you, you expect it's moving slowly, suddenly, bang, <laughs> it's moving very fast. Uh, so you, 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 you really have to be reactive if you want to start something from scratch or greenfield in a, in a new market. So, yeah, definitely. Right. So if I happen to have the ability to yank you out of Iron Mountain and I, I got rid of <laughs> all of your ability to, to rely on capital and the ability to, to sort of do that, would you start a records business and how would you go about it in a city that was clean? No, n nobody else there. So not France. <laughs> not France. Instead <laughs> of France, obviously. <laughs> so, but I mean, uh, I, I would, I would define, you know, a, a clear mission with with a, a local strategy uh, that I will have a good team to deploy and execute it, which is normal management tools. But I mean, you have. To, I would certainly build trust within that new city market and credibility because, I mean, you are there for ages in terms of servicing your customer. So you have to build trust and credibility for me for the long term. And that's, I would say, the beauty of this industry yeah. is that uh, once you have a customer, unless you screwed it up totally, I mean, uh, I mean, you have it for a long, long term relationship because that's the, the beauty of this business. Right. All the other services business, you can swap like this. I mean, you still take the logistics, I mean, a DHL, a FedEx, whatever. And today you are DHL, tomorrow you can be at FedEx right. without any issue. Right. This business is quite different. So. Yeah. so an important question, I think, from all of us in the room is if we're in Paris next week, what's the very, very best place to get food? Food. Food. What's oh. the best restaurant in Paris? <laughs> Depends on your, your money you can spend. <laughs> because, you know, we Let's have... <laughs> say it's not an object, because everybody in this room is yeah. not, not... Because, a... you know, we have three-star Michelin restaurants <laughs> a lot in Paris. Okay, so you, were, you got to take anybody to any restaurant. Which one would you take? So I'll take you to the Georges V restaurant, which is a famous one. And this is a very nice place, but it's very expensive. <laughs> Well, thank you for taking me. That'd be delightful. <laughs> Mark, appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, wasn't that good? I hope you enjoyed that interview I did with Mark DeLay as much as I did uh, actually interviewing him on the stage in Amsterdam. And uh, I want to thank him for doing such a, uh, a great job of responding and giving his perspective. And I want to thank you two for joining us today on the show. Finally, a special thanks to O'Neill Software, our exclusive show sponsor. A little while ago, I had the chance to really get to know Alan Robinson. And, you know, I've known him over the years, but I got to know him a little bit better this uh, this last year. And uh, Alan's the director of educational services at O'Neill. Alan's a pretty amazing guy who started with O'Neill way back in the day in London, England as a technical support rep. Eventually, he made his way to California after kind of learning a lot of stuff as their support operations manager. Fact is, he's got a ton of knowledge gained over the years from seeing and hearing almost every possible thing and story that can happen in a record center. And he brings that incredible knowledge and perspective and history of record centers and RIM software to the industry and, and ultimately to every O'Neill client. And if you're interested in working with that kind of person at O'Neill, you can learn more about him, his work, and the software he represents at O'Neillsoft.com. 
That's all for now for us. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. If you're celebrating as such, we are out of here. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Inc. Join us again soon.